what's going on? Welcome to the podcast that we're almost ready to name. My name is Drew Fairservice, joined, of course, as always, by Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I am old reliable. You are reliable? You have to be joined by me because we do this at my house. I can do it at my house. I don't have any of the equipment, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I could just go and do some... I could, I could figure it out. Okay, fair enough. I'm very capable. All right, well, who needs me then? I guess I'm done here. This is the last episode <laughs> of... Uh, being, being replaced by Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, on, I, a total brain fart. Gave Paul F. Tompkins the wrong date. Uh, Can't make it again tonight. Can't make it. But yeah, soon. It's too bad. You know, we'll have him on. We'll have him on he shortly. Must, he must grace every podcast, so... He has his own TV show, which makes me wonder that maybe his podcasting days are through for a while, but uh, he'll be on. We'll have him on. We'll get, we, you know, we'll reach out. I know a guy. But anyway, we're going to talk, let's talk real quick about the name. Yeah. Before we talk about your Toronto Blue Jays. So what we've decided, we've nailed it down to four finalists and because we can't be bothered and because we want to get it on iTunes and make everybody happy. So we're going to put a poll into the post that goes with this episode's piece on uh, andrewstoughton.com. So we're going to get you to vote. So we've got four finalists right now. We've got the solid regulars, which we kind of ran with a little bit. Uh, right down the dick. Maybe maybe we'll have to be right down the D for the Apple folk. Well, those people in Cupertino, they're not right. But uh, uh, also... They don't even vaccinate their kids. Well, they do. Oh, they do? But not all the other people in that part of the world. That whole part of the world is fucked. Uh, foul Territory. With a W. With a W. Yeah. yeah. And the Birds All Day podcast. Yeah. Which maybe, t- just, maybe just Birds All Day. Birds fun. All Day. Yeah. So you got four to choose from. Whichever one you pick will honor, unless it's <clears throat> the one that we don't like. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, uh... We, uh yeah. Uh, I, might, I might allow for submissions. And no, we could, no we're done with submissions. We're done, we're okay. done with submissions. Right. Yeah, you had your uh, chance. We're, we're okay. finished okay. with submissions. We've got four cho- choices. These are them. You go ahead and pick. Think of what you would like to wear on a shirt, maybe. That. <laughs> like, also consider, like, consider that, you know, just, I mean, before you rush to pick right down the dick, just consider what you'd maybe like to wear on a shirt. I don't know who you are or what your deal is or, or what kind of people you hang around with. I can guess. I can make <laughs> yeah. an educated I'm just guess. Saying, I'm just saying, maybe wonder what you would like to wear on a shirt. Maybe... <laughs> The shirt would feature or could feature Andrew Jones's anguished face. That would make a lot of people ha- happy. Andrew Jones, uh, Adam Jones. Yeah. Oh, Andrew Jones is famous. Uh, anguished He's face. Anguished too. for the, not being able to pull his career together to make yeah, the Hall the, of Fame because that's where he was kind of destined. Curacao's own. He ate. He ate a lot of things. <laughs> I think that he did. Yeah. Maybe Buck Showalter's like bewildered face. That's a good one too. He's uh, just just turnip head. Show Walter. Not a he's big just, fan. He's an idiot. Your post yesterday was full of venom. People really responded to that. It was it was like a throwback to the yeah, old days. I know. Well, it has to come. Yeah. Yeah. I it, couldn't it, like it flows through it organically. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do that every day, or people would get tired of it, or I would get tired. Of that, it. Each one I mean, of those things is possibly yeah. true. Yeah. So we're gonna talk. Of course, we're referring to this week's fireworks down at the uh, Raj Mahal. Between your Toronto Blue Jays and the Baltimore Orioles, the trash birds. The trash birds. There was some chirping. Garbage. There was some. There was some uh, head hunting. There were some dingers. There were some taters. Talk a little about that, and as it relates to uh, our other topic, 
which is uh, Jose Bautista, King of Kings. That's what I've written written down here as our one of our topics. He's something, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll take a break. We're going to talk about uh, just the team. Mm-hmm. Got some thoughts, mm-hmm. and you pointed at me. You got something to say? Well, we were gonna we're gonna do some thank yous before we go into the break. Yes, of course. That's what we that's what we've decided to do. We will do some thank yous, and I'm going to start. You would you would like me to start? Perhaps? No, I'll start. No, you're ready the, to start with okay. uh, James Topham, Colton Collar, Edward Archer, Matthew Lewis, Adam Farber, and Sean Keating. And also uh, Derek Crow, Tyler Rossichuk, Josh Stewart, Adam Rock, and Matt Sullivan. Uh, all these names sound very familiar to me because we recorded these last week and I think I deleted them, but it's because we didn't have space for it. But it's also possible we've already thanked you people. But, these names, but we still love you. And these names look familiar. Adam Rock and uh, Matt Sullivan, Sporkless in particular, That's are right. yeah. regular and frequent Twitter, Twitter users. So, as always, we are very appreciative of all of the... Uh, patrons, all of everyone who's contributing and participating to the Patreon campaign and uh, and listening and sharing, participating with dollars, yes, engaging. I gotta, <laughs> you, right. I gotta get the sales bro lingo. Yeah, very nice, very right? nice. We're but, getting close to. Like I said, we do a Google Hangout if we get to two thousand uh, dollars per month. That people will uh, will shovel our way, or well, our way and Patreon's way. <laughs> sharks. <laughs> but, <laughs> it seemed like such a great gig, but. <laughs> But uh, no, we're getting we're getting genuinely close. We might do, we might get to that point where we'll do a Google Hangout every every month, and uh, you know, no one who is not a supporter of uh, our Patreon campaign will be able to watch it live, or we'll figure something out. We'll make it we'll make it so that there is a carrot for you. Uh, no, it'll oh, be the, only the people who uh, yeah. who have, who get there. Yeah, yeah, only the supporters can watch it live, and then maybe later on we'll let the rest of you all see it. We can post it up. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's that's still a few hundred dollars away. But we are very, as we said, we're very thankful and we're very appreciative. And we're gonna come right back after the break with the uh, the first part of the show talking about Jose Bautista and other things. Alright, so even though it'll be ancient history by the time people listen to this podcast, there was quite a night on Tuesday at the Rogers Center as the Orioles and Blue Jays, it was a blowout game, but there was lots of fun to be had. The ongoing dramatics between the Orioles, uh, usually Darren O'Day and Jose Bautista, uh, was punctuated with, uh, what was the Rule 5 guy's name? John Garcia. Garcia was absolutely no. That might just that might have been a guy I got drunk with in St. Pete last summer. <laughs> that was my Facebook friend. He works on cars. He's a good dude. Yeah, good yeah. for him. Well, there was a guy. He's a Rule Five guy, and he threw a pitch behind Jose Bautista, to which Jose Bautista and then the entire Blue Jays bench took exception. And then Oddly. Jose Bautista, uh, I believe I would describe what he did to that pitch as hate fucked. He hate fucked that pitch way out to left center field, and then he took his sweet time <laughs> around the bases. It was glorious, yeah. It was actually really quite amazing. Uh, he stared at it on plate, as you've probably seen. He took a nice slow trot. Uh, for whoever's playing first base for the Orioles, and then Ryan Flaherty at second base, they let Jose know what they thought about his decision to uh, carry on in this manner. 
uh, which Jose Bautista responded with, uh, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, there were some nice pixelated mouth graphics on Sportsnet. <laughs> was there? Did they pixelate that? Oh, oh yeah. Because he made he was very demon. Like it was there was no secret. Oh, I think, no, of what I'm, he had done. I'm familiar with what happened. Yeah. And then uh, it didn't end there, as Adam Jones, who is a leader, took oh, it upon yeah. himself yeah. to uh, just cuss Jose Bautista out as they were. Jones is on his way off the field. Bautista is on his way out to. To uh, to right field, so then they got to have a little chat, barking and screaming and pointing and gesturing, and Jones being an idiot and Batista being right, yeah, all of that good stuff. And then it carried over into the post game commentary where they were talking to uh, reporters and saying silly things, and uh, it it was amazing. Rob Wong of the Fan he tweeted that that might have been his favorite Jose Bautista home run of all time. It's they, they were. It was there. amazing. It's it was amazing. They were all like everybody ran. The half the even, team ran on the field like they were ready to greet him. Like it was little league. It was amazing. Even Buck said that. Even even during like the home run call. Oh, was able to, oh, yeah, he was amazing. Like it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Uh, I mean, come on. You throw behind him for a second time. Fuck off, trash bird, pieces of shit. Like. And then, and then act aggrieved. That's the worst part to it. That's not even the worst part. But like, it's just, you're just such, you're so thoroughly trash that this is what you can allow yourselves <laughs> to get away with. Like, really? They're like, oh, you know, they're, they're now acting like, how dare he disrespect? Like, you threw behind him twice. Twice then, in the first month of the season. Yeah. Yeah. You don't throw, nobody, nobody in the big leagues misses that bad. Up, not behind anyway. They just do not. There were some. Trash birding going on right there. That's true, yeah. Uh, as we as we once again yeah, provide di- commentary digress the game to the game that's happening right live now. in front of us, yeah. uh, instead of talking about the the game that happened yesterday, which <laughs> which is way in the past now. Exactly. Point. Well, except it's not because Jose Batista is injured. He's not. He's hurt. He well, as it turns out, Jose yes, Batista has been playing. Hurt. He's with not injured. Yeah. A strange shoulder. There was an MRI conducted mm-hmm. a week ago, and. Uh, uh, people are mad at Jose Bautista. Fans are mad because he's been playing through it. Which, to me, is the ultimate... That's where fans and the players, they just don't... Fans will never get that. Yeah. That the players all want to play. They, they want to play. The, the, the players play when they're hurt. Fans, hey, haters the, gonna hate? But no, never mind. Well, even Tabby said it... Pat Tabler said it on the broadcast tonight before we started here. He said, you can't help the club when you're sitting in the tub. Like yeah. That's that's yeah, a, yeah. it's a it's an ethos that that pervades all of the big leagues. And if you can play, you play. So Jose Bautista was playing and he was playing fine. Totally, yeah. But I mean, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. were, so I've been listening to the games on the radio a lot recently. Uh and Jerry Howard I think that we could say I don't know he had he doesn't like Jose Bautista. He, he just, totally doesn't. He like just him. doesn't like him. Yeah. So Bautista's having a bit of a an odd homestand. Jose Bautista has three hits on the homestand coming into. Well, he didn't play tonight, so over over thirty four plate appearances, twenty five at bats. He's three for twenty five since the Blue Jays came home and on this ten game homestand. Uh, all three of those hits are home runs. <laughs> he has three home runs. He has eight walks and one hit by pitch. So, on the homestand, Jose Bautista has an 833 OPS. That's pretty good. He has a 0.000 <laughs> batting average from balls in play. 
So he's not, yeah, you're right. He's not himself. But if that's if that's what he's going to do all year, which he's not, he's not going to hit 120 with a 350 OBP and a 480 slugging percentage. He's just not going to do that. But to to go out of your way to say he's playing poorly or he's not playing well uh, is foolish. And maybe you want to say that he's playing this way because he's got a, a bum shoulder. But the the issue is he's playing with a bad shoulder. And then he tried to throw Delman Young out of first base on a yeah. base hit to right field and aggravated that, yeah. that strange shoulder. Perhaps an unnecessary play. Though he did almost, you know, he could have got him. But it was a blowout. It was not necessary. I think much... And he has admitted that as much as well. He, yeah, he admitted it was a mistake. Much has been made, too much has been made about his struggles. Though. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is, yeah. Some of these people see people tweeting at Wilner like, oh, going to trade him? Well, I still got some value. I'm, I, I mean, I'm getting there. I'm getting there in my like policing of my own Twitter, where it's just it seems like people know now that if they're, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be a dick to them if, uh, <laughs> if they try to like this. I wrote this today, and this the when I answered Griffin, it's just like it's like people come at you. It's like please validate this fucking negative horseshit. I really want to believe because in my dark, shitty heart, <laughs> I fucking want to believe this thing that is just stupid. Please validate it for me. And uh, no, I don't like doing that uh, because your shitty dark heart is stupid. I don't care for it. And, uh, you know, and but I, I've sort of curated my feed quite nicely. I've, I've pruned back a lot of these people because I think they know not to do. It's funny. I, we were t- I was talking with... Uh, we were talking before we went on air that I was out in Scarborough this week with uh, Finley, friend of the blog. Uh, friend, friend of the world. Yes. Uh, uh, you may know her on, on Twitter. And so we were talking about Twitter and, ha- and her contention was that it's sometimes weird because people are really sort of trying to put their best foot forward and you don't, it's hard to get a read on people. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Putting your best foot forward? That doesn't... That's not my Twitter experience whatsoever. But apparently this is how other people behave on, on the internet. I can believe that. Yeah. I also believe that everyone thought that adding Facebook commentary, adding Facebook login to was going to clean right. the comment sections of the world. Yeah. And in fact, it had the complete opposite opinion <laughs> or effect. It's like yeah. people are unabashedly saying horrific things. It's like, yeah. oh, how's your job at, you know, Joe's Taco Shop? Yeah. Can I can I email your mom? Yeah, you know, Mrs. Taco Shop. And to the credit, to the great credit of the commenters on the site and the people on my Twitter. I mean, I complain a lot. It's 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 insufferable, and I apologize. <laughs> and especially because it's not it's not nearly that bad. It's not mom at the taco shop kind of stuff. It's you know, people are pretty people are pretty all right with things. They just they just sometimes have terrible opinions and. It's and just, I and I am not very accommodating to people who just maybe need a little nudge in the right direction. Well said. Just coming clean here, I guess. Just coming clean. That's what we do on right down the dick. Right. That's that is how we do on foul territory. <laughs> uh, I just Jose Bautista. Okay, this is getting to my my other point that I was going to make. We were going to talk about after. Uh, one of the other points is I think the Blue Jays are good. I think they're a good team. If Aaron, if Aaron Sanchez doesn't walk seven guys every time he goes out, that might... even if he does, yeah, even if he does, did okay. Josh Donaldson is playing very well. He's hitting very well right now. Jose Bautista is is producing quite well, despite not producing outstandingly well. Right, right. 
He is. He does only have three hits. Maybe the shoulder was bothering him in, a, in his ability to make non-essential contact, like you know, <laughs> hitting three home runs. And... Yeah, he. I mean, he's producing well. He's also not playing right now. We'll see. Yeah. where this goes. He could end up on the DL. They've still said. Edwin Encarnacion. Of course, we forgot about him. He hit the ball in the fucking fifth deck, like a mile up. It was unbelievable. He hit like he comfortably put it into the fifth deck. Two home runs the other night. Uh he there was been so switched. much in that game on Tuesday that just completely the, that became nothing. Over, like, just glossed over. So, Tom Pompey went from, like, hitting... He raised his batting average, like, 50 points or something stupid like that. Like, like you know, now you look at him and you're like, oh, he's not struggling at all. It's weird. It's almost like things fluctuate yeah. a lot when it's very, very early. It was the day that ends in Y, so Devin Travis probably did something awesome. <laughs> he didn't play. No, he didn't play. Yeah. That's today he's done something awesome. And then he hits a home run. He comes back after getting... Fucking hit in the ribs and in the leg is amazing. He got hit in the hip, didn't he? In the leg, like right on the bone. Is that what that was? That was yeah. I thought it, no, I thought it was the rib cage. It was the lower rib cage. I don't know. I, I thought it was the leg. I thought they said leg on the radio, but I don't know. I, I think the J team is pretty good. The challenges are obvious in terms of the starting rotation, right? <laughs> Seven walks is a bit too many. Hey, he's still he's got sixteen out. Hey, he got Smokey out there. He got the vulture. Helping him out with double plays. <laughs> Vulture. I forgot about that. Uh, I just... They're a good team. I really think they are. I think that, it's again, it's still very early. And Travis is going to go through some slumps. And Kevin Pillar is not going to be amazing forever. But Michael Saunders is on his way back. There's just... They are what we thought they were going to be. Easy. And the screen. Okay. Yeah. What? Just calling you Dennis Green. That's all I thought. Well, you were come on with your topical references to yeah, very t- yeah, very topical, yeah, very very topical. I just I, I'm, I think I want that, that like that was like I saw, that was on CNN Sports Tonight era. I think but yeah, that, Vince that, Cellini showed yeah, that, that video. was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, Fred Hickman. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, did, they did, did calls. Vince, they took calls. Vince Cellini died. Yeah. That's Christian Jack when he, when he first moved to Canada or moved to like that was where he, he moved to Atlanta and he worked for Vince Cellini. I remember he was very upset at that time. Christian, love Christian. I've got good, the, good I've dude, got, but the man. two of them are like connected in my Did mind. Did you see now. last night? Just like Batista really talks a lot for a guy who's never won anything on Twitter. I'm just like, come on! I couldn't respond. He I likes... couldn't because because if you once you know me personally, I can't call you a fucking idiot. <laughs> If anyone knows, if you're anonymous, I can call you. If anyone knows anything about not winning anything, it's an Atlanta Braves fan. (laughs) That was a bit subtle. Villa Uh, Villa too. mm -hmm. Villa. Yeah, well, you you know you can't pick him. Like Christian, no, he's a good guy. Oh, he's great, great baseball fan, of course. But uh, the team is is pleasantly surprising in that there haven't been any real surprises. Yeah. Which is to say, there's still room to grow. There's still like maybe da- maybe someone will pitch into the sixth inning. That could that could or, be nice. Or the, into the seventh inning. Yeah. Maybe you know Daniel Norris will get somebody out. Like all these things are totally possible. Sanchez Sanchez has kind of looked better start by start. In that he could not have looked worse <laughs> start by start. Yeah, I guess I guess here tonight was a uh, was an improvement. It was an improvement. It's a lot of walks. It's a lot of walks. 
What I mean, happened to that? I mean, are we supposed to? Are we, am I say, stealing a topic from next segment? Are no, we we're going to talk about how terrible Sanchez is. No, we can talk about that now. We'll do the next. I was <laughs> okay. there was a great segue that you had set up for me there, but it's oh, fine. I'm go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's just what happened to the mechanical change that unlocked the command that made him so good last year that we were supposed to believe for like the thirty or forty innings that he couldn't, you know, miss the strike zone. Now he's yeah. now he's fighting it. These things happen. I mean, he, you know. He's so good he can get away with that sort of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen you know everybody. I, weird, I, I don't know about the comparison wise, but like you remember AJ Burnett with the no hitters, the Marlins with with the Marlins was it 10, 11 walks that he he mm-hmm. had because it's just you know sometimes it takes a while to get to the point where not that AJ ever really got to the point where he had great command. But if you have ridiculous stuff, then you can. You can How go quickly a we forget AJ Burnett's two thousand and eight? He was incredible. And then he was good in 2009. Then yeah, he was good people, in 2012. People really, uh, people really got to hating him around here and, and didn't appreciate what he did when he was here. And also, you know, because he got hurt in like year two, he got hurt, I guess. I think a, he was hurt more in year one. Whichever. Yeah. 2006 was his first year. Yeah, maybe it was. But anyway, AJ Burnett. Well, he, he came with the reputation of being a guy. Who, it was different, I think. If, then. if, he, Aaron, then. Yeah. if Aaron Sanchez like, could be AJ Burnett, that sounds marvelous. You got a long way to go to the Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta hit strike zone. Maybe, yeah, maybe pitch into the seven. Yeah, maybe, you know, if you're going to be the guy that's going to pitch, like, fuck, 2,500 innings in your career, you got a long way to go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm encouraged by the team in general. It's just kind of what I'm saying. Uh, not to say there aren't places to improve. And I think we're going to talk about that when we come back on the Birds All Day Podcast. Time to do some more thank yous. Brent Emai, Brendan Kennedy, your dude from the Toronto Star, Steve Schneider, Steve, uh, sorry, Peter Quincy, and damn Gina, Captain Latte. <laughs> also, James Bullard, Dave Light, Dave Henderson, Darth Blue Jay, and Joanna Cornish from the internet. Joanna, awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So in the last segment, we finished talking about how, you know what? This team's pretty good. This team's not bad. No surprises so far. But like the good people of Tisdale, Saskatchewan, we know you can't settle <laughs> when your town slogan is the land of rape and honey. So it's always always room to improve. Always room to get better. And that's what I think the Blue Jays have ample opportunity to do. They're the Tisdale of <laughs> of Major League Baseball teams, yes. <laughs>
I really do think that it's stupid to say, and you can feel free to kill me. Mm-hmm. They should trade with Jonathan Papelbon. Another reliever would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be really <laughs> cool. I, you know, I, no, I, I, I kind of am almost like it's like the Aaron thing. It's like now I, it, it's gone so far the wrong, you know, the the dark way that it's like now to me just a natural contrarian. I'm like, oh, this would be hilarious. People would lose. It would break minds that I have to cheer for fucking. Pig face, fuck, fuck wit. Like I hate him, and like uh, I, you know, he's awful. And, uh, and not not necessarily as a pitcher. I mean, just as a human being, he's human garbage. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Like he's not the guy that he was when he left the Red Sox. But Isn't he? Uh, I, he doesn't throw as hard, but he's he's getting guys out. It's he's faced twenty one batters this year. He's got allowed one hit. Period. End of story. One hit. No walks, six strikeouts. He's probably pitching rather fresh every time he's out there, being a he's member of the of times. the team that's having Dustin McGowan start for them on Thursday. Ooh, yeah. So that's the challenge, though, that there are so few bad teams that who's ready to to sell? That's the thing. Yeah, the goddamn Marlins. Apparently, Steve Cichek. Jesus Christ, the Marlins. What the fuck's going on? Just break my heart. Twenty fifteen. It's supposed no. to be twenty fifteen. Look at the teams in last place: the Marlins, the Giants. This is not. This is not going to plan at all. Wait, what? No, it's an odd-numbered year. The Giants are. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, it's it's okay. You know, it's all part of the plan. Uh, there just isn't that much out there, right? No, it's no, it's definitely true. And uh, I mean, with it, I mean, you would get this every year. Anthopolis will say every year people will get pining for trades and what's going to happen. You know, pre, you know, there's always the. Mm-hmm. The, the like groundswell of like oh we gotta fix something and it's like yeah guys don't get traded until you know teams start getting focused on on you know they're focused on their roster coming out of spring training and they kind of make whatever moves they need to then and mm-hmm. then you know we're in kind of a dead period but then they're going to start thinking about the draft a lot and i know there's more than one person per organization like they can <laughs> they can they can juggle some balls it's obviously. like it's like back in the day with anthopolis it's <laughs> running the expos where it's like everybody's on the draft <laughs> yeah all three you, of us. You call yeah. the the Expos front office, and nobody answers the phone. <laughs> but 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 you know, I I think there's something to the fact that they don't really start thinking about trades until July, until late June. Because mm-hmm. I mean, what team? It's just a matter of marketing and playing your mark. Like, who is going to say, "Well, we're fucked already"? Like, there are very few teams that are going to do that. The Phillies are one of them. That's why you're saying Phillies are one of them. Pig fucker. The Dodgers or the Brewers are another. Oh, they're garbage. Yeah. Jonathan. Broxton. Okay. Jonathan Broxton has pitched. Uh, he's faced 24 batters this year. He's got seven strikeouts. He has no walks. Why are you ready to give up on Liam Hendricks? He's so given soon? up two home runs though, so his numbers look like trash. <laughs> but that he's a free. He's a, got an option for 2016. But you, know, you turn that down. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, just to, I, I just I would like to see somebody else back there because poor goddamn Aaron Loop is literally going to die on the mound. Yeah. He's going to wander out there. He will die. Oh, I think someone just got hurt. Uh, you pull up a little bit? Yeah, a little Smokey, bit. Smokey, the vulture? I think he's fine. <laughs> he swooped over to first base and legged out an infield <laughs> single. So, uh, that's just me. I, I'd like to see them. I, I don't care about established. I think everyone will... It will not established in like a, he's got saves on his resume. I just want to see someone who's, who, who could be counted on to be good. Steve Delabar doesn't do it for you, eh? No. Matt no. West? Preston Gilmet. 
How are the how are the Bison's relievers? Sure. Doing? Yeah. With yeah. Exactly. I don't know. That's just. I think that that's 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 not it's not going to make a big difference. What do you, I, I, I but they just the way because none of, nobody can go deep into these games, uh, so they're going to need people, now. right? So they're going to all those fucking guys you mentioned are going to be up at some point. They're, they're all going to be pitching to, in relatively yeah. hot. You can't keep running Osuna and Castro out there every other day. These guys are starters, they're, like they're kids. But you, Jesus, you might, you might be able between to. between Castro, <laughs> not not Alex's problem. Oh yeah! Oh, they they fall apart next year. He doesn't fucking care. See you in hell, all each and every one of you. <laughs> hey, flags fly forever. I heard that once. It's true they do, but not a, the the the, the <laughs> machinery. It's is just Osuna and, and and Castro may never be able to like hold one up with their shattered arms again. That's Castro and Loop have pitched in seven games. Osuna and Hendricks have pitched in six. Uh, that seems like a lot. <laughs> just it just really does. It just seems like a lot. Uh, maybe. How many have they played? Thirteen. Yeah. So that's like eighty game uh, pace. Ten, ten games. Ten games a month. Talk to me when they get their tenth game a month. That's that's a sixty game pace. Scott Proctor was the name of the guy we were trying. We were making fun of last time. The guy that that Joe Tory just ground his arm to mush. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. I, I want to see them go. For, I want to see them improve the bullpen. I really not improve the bullpen, just solidify the bullpen, just give them more options, give them a guy that they can kind of lean on. Jesse Carlson did Cito grind him to dust? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Poor Jesse yeah. Carlson. He was involved in the great Blue Jays moment, that little quasi brawl. Oh, the Yankees yeah, and like yeah, Jorge yeah. Posada punched him in the gut <laughs> when he ran over, whatever it was. That was amazing. Uh, so yeah, that, there are places to improve now. Whether or not there's like a you know if it's a Devin Travis is through fucking ten games or twelve games is suggesting that maybe there's no need to rush out and acquire Chase Utley or anyone to that effect. No, <laughs> they may have to keep sweeping Meisner's tourists uh, under whatever rug they've got him kept under at this point. Didn't he just like? Wasn't it just a groin thing? Yeah, I think they'd like him to take his time. I, I think, think I think they're okay with him taking his time. The more the more his tourist means, the less Kawasaki, which I don't True. think anyone's going to be too True. disappointed. Not that you know, there's not. No, I kind of, I mean, I scoffed at the start of the year when people were saying, you know, oh, I, you know, why why would they not try to get his tourist down and hope somebody like just takes that contract on, off their hands? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, no offense, Meister. My, I'm sure, you're a very nice man. But, yeah, we we had, we didn't read Meister's tourists, but he does, in fact, uh, contribute to the Patreon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he makes he doesn't make that much money. He only makes three million dollars a year. So yeah. he's only able to give him. you know hundreds of thousands of dollars a week without literally noticing whether or not it's gone. <laughs> Did you see somebody? I was tweeting about this is totally unrelated. So I was tweeting about Elvis Andrews, how bad he is. And how always, he's always fun to tweet about, yeah. Never not fun. So he's <laughs> at the beginning of an eight-year, hundred twenty million dollar contract. And somebody said, if you took out the the bulk, like Elvis Andrews's total contract, and you <laughs> took it in ten dollar bills, and you took two ten dollar bills and you set them on fire <laughs> every minute, you would not be done until seven years after his contract is <laughs> over. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> that that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Wow. Okay. So you're saying that's maybe not a contract that uh, the Rangers are are real happy about having having done. The Rangers are not happy about anything. They should. It turns out that sometimes 
signing a guy way before he, you know, extending a guy way before he reaches free agency. Not the greatest idea. Extending him way before his existing deal is up. Yeah. That's something we could talk about Jose Bautista. There's already been... That's where I'm getting, yeah. Somebody... This will be our last thing we'll talk about today. Somebody asked me, I can't remember the name, I apologize, uh, on Twitter was, you slide Russell Martin's contract in front of Jose Bautista today. Who signs it and who wishes that they hadn't? It's a good like, question. Do you sign Jose Bautista to that contract? Do you, do you give him five years and what is it, 84 million bucks or whatever? Is that is that his deal? Yeah, 582, 84, something like that. But yeah, I mean, does it, does it continue at the end of Jose's, uh, at his la- after his last option? Or does it eat up his option? He's going to be 35 at the end only, of this there's year. There's one option on the deal, right? He'll be 35 in October. Don't ask me how I know that. You do know that. Yeah. And um, so, so you now know, you're paying your outfielder until he's 40. I might not backload it in the same goddamn way. No, that's the difference. It's all there. I guess. Do you want Jose Bautista to be a Blue Jay until he's 40? I mean, if it's if it's a make or break thing, fuck. You know, I. Yeah, you. I think you have to think about a thing like that. You would. I mean, ideally, you could get him for three. You could get him for four, not five. What is the appetite for Jose Bautista going to be? Assuming that Jays do take pick up his option. Yeah. So so he. Well, then he'll be he'll be thirty six. He'll be heading into his age thirty six year at that point. Somebody going to give him five in free agency? Okay, so Tory Hunter was. It was his age 37 and 38 years mm-hmm. with the Tigers. And they gave him 26 million bucks for those two years, 37, 38. Now, Jose Bautista is a much, much, much better hitter than yep. Torrey Hunter. Yep. Uh, Torrey Hunter was a guy who, who was a, he was a great player. There's no, nobody can, can mince around and dance around and try to tell you. Not any, around Torrey. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is the point is at some point you maybe want to say thanks for all you've done I think so because you don't want to have a Joe Carter situation yeah Be- where it's it becomes like a, we're so happy to have you finish your career as a Blue Jay which rightfully he should yeah absolutely. And I'm okay absolutely. with that but then it's a okay well now what is he he's Sitting on the bench, he's your fifth outfielder. He's your wrong-sided platoon DH. Like, yeah. is that doing right? Assuming that he's going to decline with age, as everybody does, as he gets to be thirty-seven. I mean, this is why five years is is tricky. Yeah. So if you maybe if you hand him five years today, and you say, "Well, rip up the rest of your deal, start the five years and." Even that, no. no. Even that's, no, even that's I don't. tough. Five is a long time. I don't want to play 40-year-old Jose Bautista. I'm just, I'm reluctant to do so. I mean, yeah. No, if, it, if it's between Edwin taking three and Jose take, needing five, that's a pretty easy decision. I don't know if that's what Edwin would want either, though. You know, I, I, there's, they have leverage, there's, but there's, you know, there's got to be a place in the middle where it makes sense for both teams. One hopes, both sides. And yeah, fuck. The last thing I'm going to say oh, yeah. about this, and the last thing we're going to talk about, I think, today, right now, is that we're getting to the point where Jose Bautista's place in Blue Jays history is something that needs to be considered. 
Yeah. Uh, I almost feel like you'd want to avoid the like what happened with Delgado, where Delgado is sort of a forgotten man in a way. I don't feel like Delgado has the same kind of prominence with the team that he perhaps deserves, although he did not, you know, oversee a glorious time in franchise history. Nor has Jose yet, obviously. No, it's true, but I just don't know. I uh, it would be I I like I would like very much to see his legacy protected. That sounds really overly sentimental and not what people who listen to this podcaster would be expecting. No, but there's a there's there, there's a there should be a happy medium between Miguel Cabrera and Carlos Delgado. That is the truth. Uh. All right, that's it. We're going to shut this off because before this game goes completely off the rails. (laughs) Thank you for everyone for listening. Thank you for sharing it on your Facebook uh, or Twitter or wherever. Yik Yak, you jump on the Yik Yak. You still in that around here? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Whisper. uh, uh, Snapchat. Send send me a snap of you listening to the podcast. Uh, what happened to Burrow's snap blog, man? I want to see his take on, after every game. I just want to get a snap his right take? to him. If you look, if you go on Burrow's Snapchat, you get a take of his ass. Yeah, you get naked Dave yeah. Burrows constantly. The guy he knows how to use Snapchat. He that he he spends a lot of time blowing off steam, I'll tell you that much. But uh thanks again for everyone for listening. Thanks for contributing. Uh, of course, check us out on the uh, the Patreon. Vote on the post for the name of the podcast. That'll get it on iTunes. And then when it's there, you can like it and comment and upvote it or whatever it is that people do. Uh, for Andrew Stoughton, my name is Drew Ferris. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next week.